Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies releasing this week and whatever movie-related tangents we decide to venture off on today. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How's it going, man? Oh, been pretty good, pretty good. How yeah. about you? Oh, yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, doing pretty good, actually. That's good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. Did you have a chance to go see any uh, movies this week? Um, I did. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay, so first off, kind of not a movie but i did watch uh demon slayer okay um it's it wasn't a new movie or anything so basically basically what it is it is the last episode of the last season that aired last year last yep exactly (laughs) and then and then it's going to be the new episode of the new season so that's going to be starting up here, I think, in April or May or something like that. Okay. So, so was it like a like a cliffhanger, and then it kind of just goes into the new season, kind of. Basically, thing? yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's to kind of get you ready for the new season, and we're starting to get into the end game because the the manga's all over and everything. So okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, if you're a fan of Demon Slayer and anime in general, it's it's fantastic i lo- i loved it very nice um the other movie i saw was drive away dolls mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was surprised by how much i love that movie really yeah it was very good okay well i know we were talking about it with with it being uh, half a cohen mm-hmm. um <laughs> it is very much a ha- half a cohen you can definitely tell it's a cohen brothers movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or half a cohen like we were saying <laughs> um did you ever see Burn After Reading? Yes. The comedy reminds me of that. Okay. Okay. Um, and it is very explicit. So, or explicit, yeah. Yeah. So, um, a <laughs> lot of naughty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're comparing it to Burn After Reading, yeah, I, I, yeah. Can, see, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Most definitely. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. How about nice. you? Did you watch anything? I did not. Aww. I know. Wah, wah, wah. I know. Um, no, I actually. Uh, what was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was so nice out yesterday that I just I, I had to go out to um, kind of this walking path and kind of go around with my with my, one of, one of my cameras. There you go. And uh, just basically try to finish off that roll of film. Oh, there you go. Okay, that was pretty sweet. Awesome. But yeah, no, it was it was really nice. Awesome. Okay. You know, it was very weird seeing how much the. Uh, the band shell has changed. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, <laughs> I remember playing at that mm-hmm. in, like, I want to say, like, eighth grade. Okay. When it was just a concrete slab. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. No band shell, no nothing. It was just a concrete slab in front of hills. Okay. And that's it. Wow. Like, one of the first, you know, one of the first years that Music in Plymouth was there. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, it might have been, like, fifth grade that I did wow. that. So so music in Plymouth has been going that long? For over 20 years, yeah. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, I, I love it, personally. Sure. But I'm old. <laughs> I mean, that's what I always thought that it was pretty much for. I mean, a lot of the kids usually went to it, mm-hmm. but I always saw a lot of, you know, the older crowd go to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It It's literally the orchestra playing, but... Nowadays, you know, they've got like the all the food trucks. They've got, sure. um, you know, all the other bands playing beforehand. They've got mm-hmm. the the fire twirlers. They've got all of that stuff going. Wow. Okay. And then you know, end of the night is fireworks launched off from back there. Mm-hmm. Eighteen twelve overture. Heck yeah! I've watched those fireworks from the roof of the <laughs> other theater I used to work at. and then and then it sets off car alarms because Mm -hmm. it's so loud Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotta love it speaking of uh classical music Mm -hmm. how about we get into some movie news let's do it you know i usually use classical music who's that looney tunes yes they do (laughs) that's how a lot of people get into classical music Mm -hmm. uh but 
so basically, we've been kind of reporting on this for a while now, and that's the uh, Coyote versus Acme whole drama thing with Warner Brothers, everything like that. Mm-hmm. It they had their their earnings call, and I know last week we were talking about they might be saying something during their earnings call. They had their earnings call, and there was no news, nothing, nothing was really said. Okay. Um, I mean, basically, they said that they had. Uh, $115 million in write-downs for taxes and stuff like that, but they didn't say exactly what was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people aren't sure if Coyote versus Acme was in it or not. And everybody's just kind of trying to piece through everything. Uh, okay. But they did actually say that they had uh, a quarter four loss. Mm, okay. And then it, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know. There's there's just really nothing coming from them to let us know what's going on. Okay. Hmm. Very sad. Yeah, very much so. So, but yeah, like I said, they they basically so they said that they have a quarter two loss, but now they're just piling on all of these new movies, like the new Joker movie, everything like that, mm-hmm. and a movie that we'll actually get into a little bit later here. Right. Um. But Joker two, the first movie had a sixty million dollar budget. Uh, this one, the new one, uh, let's see here. What did it say? What did it say? Hold on. Wrong. Yep. Yep. Okay. So that's right. Two. Ah. Uh, yeah. So the first movie cost $60 million. This one, the new one, Joker 2, Folly has apparently cost $200 million so far. Wow. So far. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and so basically, Joaquin Phoenix is getting twenty million to reprise his role, and then Lady Gaga is taking home about twelve million to play Harley Quinn. Okay, and I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see. Basically, like apparently they took a, a forty million dollar loss from mm. the Color Purple. Okay. Um, but I mean, you know, like the first Joker made a billion dollars. Yeah, it sure did, right? Off of a sixty million dollar budget, mm-hmm. but you know now it's two hundred million. Is it going to make five hundred? Who knows? Right, exactly. I mean, they had such a hit on their hands, and they were lucky that they were able to do that in such a small budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that they're going to do it on a bigger budget, they're just they're gambling at this point. Like, because yeah. what if it doesn't do well? And they don't have a lot to gamble with. Exactly. At least according to them, since they keep on taking all these losses. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's very frustrating. Very much so. Almost like a, a Bugs Bunny and uh, Elmer Fudd cartoon. <laughs> almost, almost. He's pointing the gun back at him and shooting himself in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can I can I can tell you that it, it uh, doesn't make me want to dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. I, I I try. I try. Wait, is that Whitney Houston? That is Whitney Houston. Oh, okay. Uh, so basically, well, I mean, the, the Whitney Houston biopic was named I Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, yes, it was. Duh, Travis. Oh, my <laughs> Come goodness. on, Travis. Get with the program, man. Uh, so basically, the, the, the biopic I Want to Dance with Somebody about Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Sony is alleging that the producers of the film have not paid the royalties yet for using the music in the movie. Really? Okay. Yeah, so Sony is requesting approximately $3.6 million in damages uh, with the companies named in the case, including Anthem Films, NYBO Productions, and Black Label Media. Okay. Hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, basically, like, I don't know. I, I don't remember that film doing too crazy hot. Um, Honestly, I don't remember. I remember it coming out, but... That was before I worked at a movie theater again. So. <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. true. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, Sony Music Entertainment, which oversees uh, Houston's catalog, uh, had a legal agreement to use the 20 songs um, and that the payments were going to be due July 2023. Okay. They still have not been paid is what Sony is alleging. Hmm. Okay. And so they're they're seeking you know the money for the songs plus it looks like approximately 3.6 million in damages wow okay um but i'm not a legal expert so i don't know for sure Mm -hmm. we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes okay 
Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's no it's no revenant, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Alejandro uh, Iñárritu, mm-hmm. uh, he has a new film coming out, or he's going to be starting to make a new film, I should say. Okay. Uh, and he has uh, cast Tom Cruise in his new film. Interesting. Okay. And uh, this new film is going to be going to Warner Brothers Discovery. Of course. <laughs> Which is so. This is the other one that we were talking about. Is going to be a a staggering budget um, that they don't necessarily have, and maybe we'll make it back. Depends on. Well. Oh. Oh. What if you puked all over your? Computer? I know, right? I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, it, it's going to depend on. A, how good the script is, and, you know, B, how, how good the cast is, which if they're starting with Tom Cruise, okay, sure, let's, sure, let's, right. let's go with that. Um, but then C, how much meddling the studio does. Sure, right. And with it being Warner Brothers, I can see that being a bit. Mm-hmm. So we'll have, to, we'll have to see how that all goes. The project is being treated as top secret, so we don't really know too much uh, other than it's an original story be, being written by Inuritu. Okay. Hmm. So, we'll have to see how it goes. Well, hopefully they get it made before it goes extinct. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Going to, you know, Jurassic. (laughs) A a possible mistake of Jurassic proportions as well. (laughs) I like it. Uh, The new Jurassic World movie. It looks like they found their director. So now that, uh, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, David Leach is no longer in the in the running mm-hmm. or basically backed out because he couldn't do what he wanted. Um, Gareth Edwards is now coming in to direct the new Jurassic World movie. Uh, and apparently it is going to start filming on July 31st. Hmm, okay. And it's set to release July 2nd, 2025. Oh, so a year. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, a couple yeah. months, a couple months of uh, shooting, mm-hmm. right? And then that give them, you know, like nine months ish, eight nine months of post production to get all of the uh, stuff going. And I mean, they're probably going to be starting stuff beforehand too. Oh sure, right? You know, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, that'll hopefully give them some time to do what they need to do, and you know, not like completely overwork everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be fantastic. Uh, we'll have to see how it all goes, though. Sounds good to me. But yeah, like I said, it's going to start filming on July thirty first. Um, Gareth Edwards has taken over, so I mean, he he's done some pretty good stuff. He's done some pretty good monster stuff too. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he did Rogue One mm-hmm. for the Star Wars, um, and then he also did uh, the first of the Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. which there hmm, there are people that don't like it. Um, or I should say, there are people that, that really enjoy that movie, and then there are people that are wrong. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, yes, they very much wasted Brian Cranston, um, but at the same time, it very much gave me a an original Jaws kind of feel mm-hmm. with it being you know the people's perspective and not necessarily seeing Godzilla until later on in the movie. Very much so, yeah. Like, in my opinion, they so those Godzilla movies, I could care less about the human characters, but I just want to see Godzilla on screen destroying stuff mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. fighting King Kong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they didn't have a lot of that in that first Godzilla movie because, um, what, he doesn't come in for the first hour. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of it is just basically building up to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. But, I mean, like I said, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, you know, with that one, uh, I didn't really go in expecting that, I guess. And so I just kind of went in to go have a have a good time at the movies. Sure. And, you know, I got uh, basically a drama with, with Godzilla in it kind mm-hmm. of thing, which I believe uh, the original one is a lot more kind of people-centric too if i so yeah if i recall correctly i I don't Mm. know if i am correct on that one but i think that that also kind of caused part of the issue that i had with the second movie 
when we saw that, in addition to okay. all the rest of the stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, made me not like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of, you were sitting really close, yep. but yeah. Yep. Sitting really close and wasn't the the best because I think they did I think they actually kind of kept the lights on a little bit too because it was still like the the whole presentation thing or whatever oh okay so but yeah it was just a not a very good viewing experience and I think I had to like go to the bathroom too and I couldn't really go because I was right in the middle of the front row and it's like oh crap (laughs) right oh no (laughs) that's the worst but and it was and it was a full auditorium too. I'm sure it was. Which is why we were in the front row. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so basically, I think we talked about this before. It, it's as of right now, it looks like it's going to be none of the original cast, none of the new cast. It's going to be completely its own thing. Okay. As far as we know. Okay. But uh, hopefully, hopefully Rexy doesn't do any sort of uh, Naruto running. Ha <laughs> ha. That'd be a sight to see, but... That would be. Uh, Especially with those short little arms. Speaking of Naruto running, uh, we have a live-action Naruto movie coming in, uh, and it looks like Destin Daniel Cretton is set to direct. Okay. Uh, and then he's the one that did uh, Shang-Chi. Okay. All right. And so if you remember the the first fight between Shang-Chi's mom and dad, mm-hmm. very much anime-inspired. Very much so, yes. And then I know that, I think that was actually technically done by the second unit director. I could be wrong, but I think uh, basically there there is this, I think he's technically a stunt guy, but he's gotten more into directing. Um, but he is also very much kind of uh, coming from the YouTube generation. Okay. Where he actually would, would throw stuff up on YouTube. Um, and he had one where... It was very anime inspired, mm-hmm. uh, and so like uh, there was some some pretty like fantastical kind of stuff in it. But then they also did stuff like the very low angle camera rushing along the ground, going around the fight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of brought that into Shang Chi, which in that that first fight that we were talking about between sure. the mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, very much had a. Uh, Kung Fu film slash anime mashup to it, I guess, you know, camera wise at least. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, And so with them, with Daniel, uh, sorry, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton uh, writing and directing, Mm -hmm. I can see that being pretty good. At least, you know, at least look good. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily be good, but look good. Right. I mean, this isn't exactly the the anime movie that I was looking for. I was kind of hoping for a live-action DBZ, but I'll take it. Ellie, okay, a good live-action DBZ. Uh, might as well just make it abridged. Even better. <laughs> I would watch that in a second. If they, if they give Team Four Star that big of a budget. But yeah, so we got that coming in the works. Um, you know, hopefully they, they put in a hard day's night making these movies good segue um, thank you you're welcome you. you know they call it they don't call me the walrus for nothing cuckoo kachoo yeah yeah cuckoo kachoo kachow kachow so uh, speaking of the Beatles mm-hmm. uh, we actually have apparently four Beatles movies coming down the line, uh, coming from Sam Mendes, and it's going to be one movie for each Beatle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of, you know, their viewpoint on a certain timeline is what it was looking like. Okay. Um, I don't know if they have a, a specific time frame that they're looking at or if it's going to be kind of just all over the place. I don't know. Um, we'll have to see how it all goes. But, like... I know somebody was putting out there that, you know, for, uh, for uh, you know, John Lennon's is going to be very kind of like, uh, not somber, but just like very uh, uh, straightforward to the point and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of go through everything. Paul McCartney is going to be the same thing. Uh, George Harrison is going to be the same thing. And then Ringo's just, Ringo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, this, I'm, this is something that I feel like 
could be pretty good depending on how they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to be filming them all at the same time, which I f- almost feel like they would have to. I would think so. Uh, because if you're having the same people in every single one mm-hmm. and you are doing the same time frame and you're filming four movies, mm-hmm. that's going to take a while. Right. And so to have, you know, film one right after the other, by the time you get to the last one, everybody's going to be, you know, what, five, ten years older? Something like that, yeah. And, yeah, it just... Uh, what I can what I can see is them filming them all at the same time and then releasing them, like, a month apart from each other. I could see that, yeah. Like, four months of Beatles movies. Mm-hmm. Going from John to Paul to George to Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm Ringo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm they, sorry, Ringo. Or they could do it like every three months too, so that they could get it throughout a full year. That is true. That is true as well. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, definitely kind of have you know like I don't know probably George or Ringo first, mm-hmm. uh, and then go to the other you know George or Ringo, uh, and then what probably Paul Summer Blockbuster. And then oh, John, yeah. John Lennon for the end of year Oscar bait kind of movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. I got you. I got no. you. Yeah. Ringo released in January. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ringo. Poor Ringo. Luckily, you know, John Lennon wasn't alive for uh, Anna Nicole Smith to come and marry. Um, oh, <laughs> I made myself sad. Uh, but speaking of Anna Nicole Smith. Mm-hmm. We have a movie about Anna Nicole Smith's life uh, in the works. As far as I know, they don't have anybody in mind for Anna Nicole Smith. Okay. Uh, but Cal Penn is, uh, as of right now, starring to be the doctor tied to her death. Okay. So that should be very interesting. All right. Okay. Here's the name of the movie. You ready mm-hmm. for this? Trust me, I'm a doctor which uh, chronicles the final days of the actress and model who ac- whose accidental overdose death in 2007 at the age of 39 sparked a tabloid free- feeding frenzy. Yeah, her death was a big deal. I remember it that. It very much was, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it should be... I mean, obviously, it's definitely going to be... Depending on when they release it, it could be kind of an Oscar Beatty movie. I can definitely see that happening. Um, but it will either be... I want to say probably Memorial, not even Memorial Day, uh, February or Thanksgiving. I could see that. That's my that's my guess. Do you know what the sequel will be called? Actually, I only play one on TV. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith and and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we have that movie coming down the pipeline as well. Um, why, why don't we go for a play date, John? <laughs> that's that's kind of a reach, er, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Alan Richson, who plays Reacher, uh, is actually set to lead in an action comedy called Play Date with Kevin James. Mm. And that's supposed to start filming on March 11th. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, Kevin James is pretty funny when he wants to be. Can be. And not just in Adam Sandler movies. You mean when he's a, a mole cop? Yeah, I I really enjoyed Paul Blart. <laughs> uh, well, the first one, the yeah. second one, not so much. Yeah. So we do have that uh, coming down the line, okay. but this film will follow... A down-on-his-luck man, Brian, played by Kevin James, mm-hmm. who was just fired from his job and becomes an unexpected stay-at-home dad to his 10-year-old son. On his first day, he accepts a playdate invitation from Jeff, Alan Richardson, another stay-at-home dad, who turns out to be an unexpected loose cannon. The two fathers and their sons spend the day on the run, facing a deadly conspiracy. Okay, that threw me for the loop with the right. deadly conspiracy. Right? Uh, so, man, what is what is Alan Richardson doing? Like, he is all over the place. He, he he's getting that money, man. Right? 
Because, I mean, he's got Reacher. Mm-hmm. He's got the Fast franchise now. Yeah. He's got this one. He's got the Ungentlemanly Warfare coming out. Yep. Um, there was another one that he was doing, right, that we talked he about? He was just in the movie that we talked about last weekend. Um, the uh, the one with... Uh, uh, the, uh, oh, he was in, well, he's in Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State, yep. That's going to be coming out here. Ordinary Angels. Ordinary Angels, thank you. Yep, yep. And, yeah, like, he's got so much coming down the line. Well, he's, he's got six movies in production right now, supposedly. Jeez. Um, play date, one called Motor City, uh, Spring Break 83, Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, uh, more Reacher stuff, and then uh, Bad Seeds of Loving Spring. Hmm. Uh, Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare and then Reacher are the only ones that have dates on them. Okay. But, yeah, like I said, uh, the... Playdate one is set to begin filming on March 11th. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah. You cool. think they're? Uh, you think either of them is is at any point in time going to say it's a trap? That was a better segue than I had. <laughs> what was your segue? <laughs> Let's hear it. I gotta hear it now. Uh, uh, what I was I was gonna say that well, hopefully it's not a trap. But <laughs> you, were, you you had a Star Wars reference to it. I try. I try. Nothing? No? Okay. No, no. Ah. So, uh, there's a new movie coming out called Trap. This one is actually an M. Night Shyamalan movie, Mm -hmm. and apparently Josh Hartnett is starring in it. I think we talked about this before. It's about time. We never see enough Josh Hartnett anymore. And and, Well, I know he was just in Oppenheimer. He was. And that one keeps winning awards, so Mm -hmm. he keeps getting awards for that. Well, good. Um, But yeah, apparently he is... Uh, starring or going to be in M. Night Shyamalan's uh, upcoming thriller, Trap, uh, which, yeah, I don't know if we actually have anything about what the movie is about. Is this the one, like, I I, I heard that there's a Shyamalan movie about a concert coming. It's and, possible, then. And if that's what this one is. It, it's definitely possible. It could definitely be. possible. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to see how that all goes. I don't really have any more... Uh, information on uh, Shyamalan's movie, so okay. I don't know what it could be involved or anything like that. But okay. we do have that coming down the line. Well, I'm sure that will be a twist if there is. So one thing that is not coming down the line, though, mm. is people's rewards for the Disney Movie Club. No. So uh, basically, Disney is actually handing over all of their physical media distribution and everything to Sony. Mm. They've just inked a deal. Uh, for Sony to take over all the physical media stuff, which means the Disney Movie Club is shutting down. And so if you bought a Disney movie and have the points from the Disney Movie Club, you have to use them by May 30th. Okay. Um, Which really stinks because I know some people were saving up, uh, or sorry, May 20th. My apologies. May 20th. You have to use them by. Um, Okay. But, like, you could use all these Movie Club points to, um, you know, do a lot of different Disney stuff, like up to and including going to uh, one of the Disney resorts and staying there. Really? Basically for free Mm. if you had enough points. Wow, okay. And I know some people were saving up for that and now they can't because Disney movie points have to be used by May 20th of this year. Okay. Because they are closing down. Sad day. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's been a long, a long going thing for a while. Oh yeah, over 20 years. Right. Um, and I mean, it, it's it's very sad because like you know that's free Disney stuff that you could get for just you know getting their physical movies, and now mm-hmm. a lot of physical movies are kind of going by the wayside, which is really stupid. But um, I have no you know major opinions on the subject. Right. Go buy physical media because it, nobody knows when stuff is going to be on streaming anymore. That's ah. very true. Or there's always another option as well. To go see it at the theater when it's in the theater, like at St. Michael Cinema. That's which, by right. the way, St. Michael Cinema, thank you for the space and uh, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Really do appreciate it. We really do. It's fantastic. I, I have I have loved this so far, and uh, everybody should, uh, if you're in Minnesota, come on up to St. Michael and come mm-hmm. out and visit the St. Michael Cinema. It's uh, pretty darn schnazzy. Yeah, and be sure to stop by the concession stand and come say hi to me. Yeah. I'm Travis, by the way, <laughs> in case you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't say it at the beginning of every single podcast, but... Oh, wait, well, no, wait. Is that Bob? What? Huh? 
Where's George? George. George, George, George of the jungle. Or you can always come into the concession stand and be like, where's Ringo? <laughs> <laughs> so we have Sony taking over for Disney on all of the physical media. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see how that all goes. But with that shutting down May 20th, uh, we have some movies that are moving around now. Uh, the first one that we have is Ballerina, which is the John Wick spinoff, mm-hmm. is moving to summer of 2025. Okay. Uh, and basically, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the reason that it is moving is that um, some of the people that are involved with it are not very happy with it, and it is not the studio. Uh, uh, can I take a guess? Yes. Is it, an, it, is it one of the actors? Uh, that is part of them, yes. Okay. Ian McShane, that's who plays him at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. So here's what Ian McShane had to say about it. Okay. It's not reshoots, it's new shoots. They're shooting for Ballerina, which is the spinoff with Anna Armas of the John Wick franchise. You know, it's like they've got to protect the franchise. And obviously I did it. When was it? We did it about a year ago. We did the movie Ballerina and they've looked at it and Chad's come in the guy who directed all the John Wick movies, and they want to make it better because they have to protect it because Keanu's in it as well, and it takes place between John Wick 3 and John Wick 4. Mm. So basically, Chad Stahelski saw it and was not happy with it. Okay. And since he is the the head of the John Wick franchise, he uh, basically had them do new stuff because he's trying to protect his baby. Well, that's fine with me. I mean, if he's the one that is wanting it then so be it i mean those movies are fantastic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely so we'll have to see how that all goes mm-hmm. um but yeah like they they have gone through and now they're like i said they're doing new shoots they're not doing reshoots they're doing new shoots mm-hmm. uh adding stuff in and taking stuff out and it should be very interesting hmm. um so we have that moving uh into summer 2025 Okay. Uh, so it'll be delayed from June 7th, 2024 to June 6th, 2025. And then the new The Crow movie uh, is actually going to be taking over the June 7th, 2024 release spot. Perfect. So we'll have to see how that all goes. This is the one with uh, Scares Gerhard yep. uh, playing Eric Draven. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have to see how that all goes. I'm super excited for for Baller- well, for ballerina and for the crow. Yeah, I know a lot of people aren't uh, aren't too too happy with the crow remake, but yeah, it is what it is right now. So exactly, especially with the Skarsgård, not Me. Sarsgård, Skarsgård, yeah, Skarsgård. So we have those ones moving around. We have some other ones moving around as well, including Mickey Seventeen. Um, I know we kind of talked about it before how it was almost like basically taken off the production schedule or mm-hmm. release schedule, I should say. We now know that it is going to be debuting in January of 2025. Okay. And this is the the uh, uh, Bong Joon-ho. Okay. Uh, Robert Pattinson movie. Mm-hmm. Where he is expendable. Okay. The ex- expendable crew member of this you know, crew that is going on this long journey or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... We'll have to see how that all goes. Interesting. Okay. Should be should be very interesting. Hmm. Uh, but you know what else is expendable? What's that? Coca-Cola. It's disgusting. That's right. <laughs> I worked with it for almost 20 years. <laughs> Pepsi's better, which is what you can get at St. Michael Cinema. Hey, look at that. I think we talked about it before, but with all these different movies that people are pitching, uh, they have one coming in called Cola Wars about the Coke versus Pepsi saga. Okay. And apparently, Sony has won the uh, the deal for this movie to be able to make it, distribute it, do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, it, it's being reported that they paid around probably about one and a half million dollars for this. Wow. To be able to do it. Okay. Uh, which is crazy because you're paying 1.5 million dollars for a pitch of a movie mm-hmm. and that's it no script no no cast attached nothing just a pitch it's just an idea mm-hmm. okay all right well 
if they wanna if they wanna do that with such little information, I mean, hey, yeah, it's it's not my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how it all goes. Right. It uh, it should be interesting, but uh, you know, Sony be Sony be doing Sony. That's right. Sony be doing Sony. Yeah, and that's enough. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so speaking of Ken. Ryan Gosling, uh, I know it's been reported that uh, you know he he was thinking about possibly not doing the the I'm just Ken song at mm-hmm. the Oscars, uh, which is is kind of a tradition now where uh, original songs that are nominated are performed throughout the show mm-hmm. before they get to the award for best original song, uh, and apparently Ryan Gosling has now said that he will be performing I'm just Ken at the Oscars. Perfect. So we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the Oscars in in a while, but I might want. I think I might want to watch it just to see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that, and then honestly, there there's some good stuff out there mm-hmm. that's up for Oscars. We'll oh, have to see definitely. how it all goes. Oh, there's, yeah. There's probably going to be some controversy this year. We'll have to see. Yeah. Because um, I know the the main big two, especially for lead actress. Um, are Poor Things and the Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, um, The Killers of Flower Moon? Yes. Lily Gladstone and then, um, is it Emma Stone? Yeah, Emma Stone for Poor Things, yeah. So we'll have to see how that all goes. I know basically, like, they're the two kind of front runners for a lot of people on lead actress. Okay. Um... And then I think Mar- Margot Robbie might be nominated for Barbie. Hmm. Um, I know we have a lot of stuff going for Oppenheimer. Um, I was surprised that Greta Gerwig wasn't up for director. Yeah, I am too, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. What can you do, unfortunately? Um, but uh, what's his name? Why, can it, why am I blanking on uh, Bradley Cooper? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for Maestro? He's nominated for Maestro. Uh, he's been nominated for a lot of other awards for Maestro and mm-hmm. has been losing out to Killian Murphy <laughs> every single time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are finding it very funny because, like, Maestro was supposed to be his, you know, piece de resistance, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, best of the best. And then he's up against Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. And, he, like, the basically every time that... Gillian Murphy wins, everybody kind of looks at, at Bradley Cooper and his face just falls even more and more mm-hmm. and more. And Yeah, yeah. So I know it was during our hiatus, but did you see Oppenheimer? I have not had a chance to yet. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to, I want to. Okay. I won't be able to this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be out of town. Right. Um, but I do know that it, I, I own it and it's on streaming now. Okay. So I just have to find time to watch a three-hour movie. Um, <laughs> and, like, it, it's one of those that I really wanted to try to catch in the theater mm-hmm. because, obviously, I didn't have an opportunity to go see it for free. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, All right. And I, there was just so much going on with, with me and just being so exhausted all the time. Sure. Um, I know. I know you kind of saw the worst of it too just me mm-hmm. being just almost dead to the world yeah uh, every monday you were just always just so dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm a little m- bit more awake now you sure are just a little i like it <laughs> well thank you i do mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah so we we do have we do have that so like i said i'm gonna i want to try to go and watch it at some point in time i just don't know when okay um <clears throat> and i don't think just try to before the oscars right right uh, I just don't know if I'm, well, I don't know if I can convince the people that are going to be uh, out of town here with me mm-hmm. to actually watch it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> let's let's just say uh, not their kind of movie. Gotcha. <laughs> so okay. we'll have to see how that all goes. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is performing I'm Just Ken at the Oscars. Uh, but that does bring us into our trailers for this week. Uh the first one that we have here actually just released not too long ago, and that is the trailer for Horizon in American Saga. Travis, what did you think of this trailer? Well, I am, okay, 
I I really want to see this. I think it looks good. Um, I'm happy to say, or to, I mean, not to say, but to see Kevin Costner's direct. He, he directed this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's it's a western, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is what he's good at. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me a lot of Dances with Wolves. Yep, yep. Which I mean, that's also another movie that Kevin Costner directed. Very much is. Yep. So. Um, and the the cast is stellar. Very much so, yes. Um, I was surprised to see Giovanni Rubisci in it. Right, right. So I I very much look forward to this two-parter. Not only two-parter, mm-hmm. but two-parter that is releasing two months apart. Right. Um, but yeah, no, like this this very much felt like a return to the... Uh, the epic movie, mm-hmm. you know, like Dances with Wolves, like uh, Ben Hur, you know, like Lawrence of Arabia, mm-hmm. those kinds of movies, um, and this one very much feels, uh, you know, or I guess even throw Jeremiah Johnson in there, sure, um, very very much feels like that kind of uh, literal epic mm-hmm. movie. Um, and like you said, it is being split into the two parts. Right. Uh, it's coming out uh, June 28th and August 18th, I want to say. Okay. Let me double check that. Just make sure. Uh, I saw that down here. Sorry. June 28th and August 16th. Okay. So that should be uh, very interesting. But yeah, this one definitely looks uh, very good to me. Um, I am I am ready for this. Uh like you said, stellar cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of going through some of them here. Kevin Costner, like you said. Right. Uh, I think he helped to write it as well. Okay. Yep. It was him and John Baird. Ooh, okay. Which, uh, I'm trying to think, what do I know John Baird from? The name sounds familiar. It does sound very familiar, but these are his only two writing credits. Hmm. And he has one producer credit, and that is it. Hmm. Okay. Wow. That name sounds really familiar. I don't know why... Sounded familiar. But yeah, it's uh, John Barrett and Kevin Costner wrote it. Kevin Costner directed it. He is also starring in it. And then it also has Sienna Miller, uh, Jenna Malone, Sam Worthington, Michael Rooker, uh, Giovanna Ribisi, like you said, Thomas Hayden Church is in it. Um, Luke Wilson is in it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just a lot of other uh, what look like pretty stellar cast going on here. Super excited. It should be good. Absolutely. Um, really? Hmm. So Michael Angarano mm-hmm. is also starring in this. Okay. You know what else he starred in? What else? 2005's Sky High as Will Stronghold. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, Does anybody remember that movie? Because right? that movie's fantastic. And he was Robert Serber in Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, he's getting a few... Uh, few pretty good movies out here apparently awesome but yeah this is this is very much the the western epic um you know a la dances with wolves jeremiah johnson uh unforgiven you know, all of that kind of oh unforgiven right yes uh so this this one very very much kind of has my interest peaked mm-hmm. um but that brings us to our next trailer uh which the movie is apparently going to be premiering at south by southwest we just got a uh, a confirmation for that, and that is the uh, uh, Alex Garland's Civil War. Okay. Did you you watch the trailer, right? I sure did, and it it looks intense. It is going to be so intense. Yeah, it's going to be a ride. Very much so. Um, I I, I want to see this on the biggest screen possible, which I mean, you could come to Saint Michael and come see it on the Eiffel screen. Absolutely. So, uh. Yeah, it it's going to be one intense movie, and I want to be along for that ride. Did you see what happened at the very end of the trailer? When they're blowing up the... Lincoln Memorial? Yeah. That was yep. crazy. Whew. Yep. The, I mean, oh, geez. just that entire trailer, just, just the trailer, mm-hmm. I was almost on the edge of my seat the, like, the entire time. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, white knuckle kind of, oh, <laughs> Like A24 has really hit it out out of the park 
lately. Absolutely, absolutely. And they are just continuing that trend, which I'm very happy for them because they deserve it. Absolutely. Not only uh, A24, but uh, Alex Garland as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, right. I mean, was was Arrival A24? I think so. Oh, wait, maybe not. Might have to consult Google on that one. Oh, sorry, that, was, that wasn't that was even, that was Denis. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, okay. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, we're going to be talking about him in a little bit, so. Right. Uh, that's right, he, was, he wasn't a rival, he was Annihilation. Oh, Annihilation, that, that was good, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, I mean, Alex Garland obviously has a, a pretty good, you know, track record. Was Men A24? It, Men was A24, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously we have Ex Machina. Mm-hmm, that was right. a, that was one of the first like big big ones for A twenty four I think personally for me right um, you know we had Annihilation uh, Men in twenty twenty two Civil War coming out this this year mm-hmm. and then you know obviously he did ones like Twenty Eight Days Later and uh, Sunshine and Dread mm-hmm. which Dread that's <laughs> yeah. fantastic right uh, Twenty Eight Weeks Later. And now 28 months later, they're doing, mm-hmm. or 28 years 28 later. 28 years later. What was 28? It's 28 days, then 28 weeks. Yeah. Okay. So they changed 28 months later to 28 years later. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's just, whew, whew, uh, done, done pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm ready for this one. All right. I am too. You ready for the next one though? Yes, I am. <laughs> The next one we actually uh, saw on Facebook. If you went to facebook.com slash movies are thing or on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, at movies are thing, no spaces, dashes, anything like that at movies are thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not on Instagram though because I forgot to post it. Uh, is the trailer for Borderlands, mm-hmm. uh, which is based off of the, the video game. Mm-hmm. And directed by Eli Roth. And directed by Eli Roth has quite the cast to it. It sure does. A lot of people are very mad about this trailer. Really? Very much so, yes. Okay. But by what's uh, like? Why are they mad? The casting, and the writing. Okay. All right. <sighs> okay. I I I can see their point, but it looks very accurate to the games. I I think this looks fantastic. I am all for this. So I I don't care what they say. I'm gonna be there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to see it no matter what. So, so basically, uh, on on Twitter, uh, Mikey Newman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, wrote, "I am here for Jamie Lee Curtis. Best casting ever of Patricia Tannis. Looks great." Uh, and then he's been reposting a lot of stuff for Borderlands. Um, let's just say Mikey Newman. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote Borderlands, the game. Oh. He, he worked on Borderlands, the game. Mm-hmm. And he sounds like he is uh, just fine with a lot of this stuff. So uh, if he's fine with it, I am A-OK. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, <laughs> somebody responded to him, uh, F you, did you even play Borderlands? <laughs> uh I mean, uh, and then he wrote, you know, wrote some characters with Randy 14 years ago, and it got turned into a movie, and I can't enjoy that apparently. I mean, I like Kate uh, Blanchett as Lilith. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I like Kevin Hart as Roland. I like Jack Black as Claptrap. I mean, what people it, just uh, get so bent out of shape over things uh, just because it's not perfect. Right. Right. And then Ariana Greenblatt is Tiny Tina. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tina. Yeah. People are saying that, you know, none of them have the original kind of, like, mannerisms or, like, energy or anything like that and blah, 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 and whatever. It's 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 different. It's a movie. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just go into it, watch it, enjoy it, have some popcorn. And then did you see who's playing uh, Krieg? I know we talked about it before. Krieg? Um, Krieg. Um... I don't remember who. Florian Montanu. Uh He was Razor Fist in Shang-Chi. Yeah, okay. And he was also Victor Drago mm-hmm. in the Creed movies. Okay. And so he's he's playing Krieg. Gotcha. I like it. Okay. Which, I mean, yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Uh, but yeah, that brings us to our last trailer for the week, and that is the trailer for Boy Kills World. Hmm. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get Serial to sponsor murder? <laughs> uh, yeah, this one uh, is a Skarsgård as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Bill Skarsgård is playing Boy. Um, Famke Jensen is back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of other people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlotte Copley, isn't it? Cool. Sure is. Uh, and then obviously the... Uh, inner monologue is is uh archer mm-hmm. and bob's burgers yep and h john benjamin yep uh but yeah basically this one looks like so much fun it does look like a lot of fun uh but it's basically a dystopian fever dream action film that follows boy a deaf person with a vibrant imagination uh when his family is murdered he is trained by a mysterious shaman to repress his childhood child, childish imagination and become an instrument of death yeah you know that old wives tale right yeah right uh and so basically he became deaf and uh mute and his inner monologue is literally bob's burgers Mm -hmm. slash archer which he says is from like an old video game from the 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 last video game that he played yep yeah (laughs) player one wins (laughs) uh so this one again just looks like i mean it it's going to be rated R. It's almost two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is going to be uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of... What's that movie that um, just came out recently? Like, almost like Hardcore Henry mm-hmm. mixed with uh, what the Guns Akimbo with... Uh, oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, with Daniel Radcliffe. Yep. And, yep. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were gonna say the uh, like uh, like bodies, 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 or something like that. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this one, the the trailer, makes it look like a, just a very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely has the comedy going for it. Um, and then oh, the uh, the shaman dude. Uh, oh, where was he? Where was he? Uh, Yayan Ruyan is playing the shaman, mm. which you'll probably know. Uh, if you ever watched The Raid Redemption, okay, uh, he was Mad Dog. Uh, he was also one of the two guys that John Wick cha- or John Wick battled at the end of John Wick Chapter Three in the glass room. Okay, All he right. was one of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, basically, like he is he is a martial arts master. Um, Ooh, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, uh, so I mean, like, uh, like I said at the at the end of Parabellum. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's fighting in the, the glass room before fighting, you know, the the main bad guy. The chairman. Uh, the of, chairman of Iron Chef. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the the two guys there, the guy with the longer hair is Yayan. Okay. All right. Um, and like I said, the, they were both crazy. I think they were both actually in the raid. Um, but then they were fighting together against Keanu Reeves. Okay. Um and just in general, just any of his movies that he's in, if he's doing any sorts of martial arts, mm-hmm. pay attention. Most definitely. Because he, he is going to be sending out a master class right there. Well, yeah, The Raid is fantastic. Absolutely. Especially for, for, for like, hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. And even The Raid 2 mm-hmm. even better. Uh, yeah, so in The in the Raid Redemption, he's Mad Dog. Uh, in The Raid 2, he's uh, Prokoso. Okay. And then... Uh, let me see if I can find another one that he was in that we might know. Oh, man. Since 2019, he's been in, like, 20 different things. <laughs> uh, Anything of note? Uh, he was... So, in uh, Star Wars Episode Seven. Okay. He was, uh, I think, the leader of the one group that comes in to uh, kind of confront Han Solo when they're in the one ship. Like, at the at, when they first oh, mm-hmm. confront him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasu Leech. Okay. Um, I think that's that's honestly might be might be it that most people would know him from other unless you follow like you know kind of more martial arts movies or mm-hmm. um, more movies coming from like Indonesia and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that one that one should be pretty darn good here. 
Definitely. But that is also our last trailer of the day. Travis, do you want to say anything else about any of these trailers or news? Moves? Um, uh, I've got nothing. Okay. <laughs> In that case, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Moves Are Thing. We also on Twitter and Instagram at Moves Are Thing. No space dash slash anything like that. At Moves Are Thing. <sighs> Come on by and say hi. <laughs> okay, made it. But that brings us to our movies that are premiering this week. Uh, the first one that we have is Dune Part 2. This one is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. Dune Part 2 will explore the mythic journey of Paul Atreides as he unites with Chani and the Fremen while on a warpath of revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family. Facing a choice between the love of his life and the fate of the known universe, he endeavors a, to prevent a terrible future only he can foresee. IMDb did not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes was sitting at a 97% uh, certified fresh, and Metacritic was sitting at an 80 I think we've been waiting for this for far too long, <laughs> and we just need to see this. Very much so. I'm surprised this isn't a Metacritic must-see. Right. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, this one, like you said, it is one that we've been waiting way too long for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't even get a chance to see the original one in theaters. It was in theaters, but yeah. uh, I only watched it in you know in my living room. Right, me too. But even then, it was still just had me transfixed the entire time. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they said part one at the very beginning, there was like, what? Right. <laughs> what? Because at, at that point, we didn't know that it was two parts, did we? Right. No, no. And yeah. There was nothing in any of the promotional material, nothing in any poster, any trailer, anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just Dune. And then it starts up, Dune, part one. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, that one is one that is definitely on my to watch list. Uh, again, I probably won't have a chance to mm-hmm. uh, this week. Uh, I definitely am going to want to try to next week. Okay. We'll see. Uh, but in the meantime, our next movie is going to be Megamind versus the Doom Syndicate. This one is going to be rated G and will be on Peacock. Uh, Megamind's former villain team, the Dooms Syndicate, has returned. Our newly crowned blue hero must now keep up evil appearances until he can assemble his friends, Roxanne, Old Chum, and Kaiko, uh, to stop his former evil teammates from launching Metro City to the moon. <laughs> IMDb Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Crazy how that works. Right? Uh, so this one is only going to be on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't seen it at any theaters yet. Um... But it is a sequel 14 years in the making with none of the original actors returning. Yeah. Um, I was very sad when I didn't hear Will Ferrell's voice. Mm-hmm. Nor did I hear um, David Cross. Or Tina Fey. Or Tina Fey. Or Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, right. Um, God, there, that cast was stellar in that movie, too. Um, but... I, I know Ben Stiller was in it. and uh, Oh, yeah, he was, yep. Uh, Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, li- I like Megamind, but I think I might have to skip this one just because it's not the original cast. I mean, it's it's a... It feels like a mid-'90s Disney straight-to-VHS sequel. It does. So instead of Megamind, it's Midmind. <laughs> ha. Ha. Uh, ha. <laughs> very nice very nice uh but that brings us to our last movie for the for the uh, week and that movie is spaceman this one is rated r and it will be going to netflix six months into a solitary research mission to the edge of the solar system an astronaut jacob realizes that his marriage he left behind might not be waiting for him when he returns to earth desperate to fix things with his wife lenka he is helped by a mysterious creature from the beginning of time he finds hiding in the bowels of his ship uh hanus works with jacob to make sense of what went wrong before it is too late imdb has this one at a 6.1 out of 10 rotten tomatoes is sitting at a 63 percent and metacritic is sitting at a 56 wow okay yeah yeah so this is this is the one with uh, adam sandler as the space man mm-hmm. uh and then uh, paul dano as the voice of uh hanus mm-hmm. uh which the, is that big spider. The big spider. Yeah. So if you have arachnophobia, probably not the movie for you. Probably not. Uh, I'd probably steer clear of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mm, probably not. Mm. 
I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah. Because I really haven't watched an Adam Sandler movie in a while. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of had the itch. This isn't exactly what I would expect. Right. When I see, think of an Adam Sandler movie. But right, right. sometimes the more obscure stuff is the most enjoyable. So yeah. or, it could you surprise know, me. Stuff that's outside of their usual genre. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think Uncut Gems did pretty well, didn't it? It did. I liked that one. And I also liked um, Punch Drunk Love, another mm. one that he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Just more dramatic for him, so... Right, right. No, absolutely. But, yeah, I am. I might have to check this one out. It's not totally on my list, but... Okay. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Um, I guess that being said, Travis, did you want to say anything else for any of the other movies premiering this week? Uh, I've got nothing. Uh, well, I guess other than that... Uh, Make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dashes, dashes, anything like that. Movies Are Thing. We also have Patreon. Patreon.com slash Movies Are Thing. If you want to help support, support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes, sir. I do believe it is about that time. Here it comes. Kill the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Okay. 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 Whoa. Uh, see here. Why does it feel like this isn't correct? Uh, let's see here. What am I looking at? I'm looking at that right there. Jeff, you want to talk? What do you want me to say? Uh, something else. Something else. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Would it help if I turn the microphone? Like I. Do you got the uh, metal bit on the metal clip thing at the uh, for the cable facing towards you? Yes. Okay. Then it should be good. Should be good. I mean, it's one of the clips. There's two clips, or there's two metal pieces. Well, like the the silvery metal thing going from the cable to the. Mm-hmm. The microphone? The one that, that that you would pull or that you push into to unlock it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yes, it is in. Sweet. All right. Uh, so what happens if I do this for me? I'm going to turn it all the way down. Well, not all the way down, but close to. Okay. I think, I think, I think. Are we good? Zoop. Alright, uh, I'm gonna lower that down a little bit. Okay. You ready to use your outside voice, Travis? Yes. As he uses the inside voice. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. I think I, I think I got everything right. Right. I think so. Right. Oh, I feel like I got a burp again. <coughs> nope. Cause I know we were talking about, um, no, it wasn't David Leach. It was, it was, uh, um, oh gosh. Um, why can't I think of the name? I don't remember. Since I don't have to worry about losing the recording, I'm going back. Ah, so am I. Oh, that was like two weeks ago. Really? Apparently. <laughs> yeah, David Leach. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> go us. Yeah, right. Um, um, who... Let me, let me double check one thing here quick. Okay. So I What the twist? I <coughs> uh,
Skarsgård. Yep. <laughs> uh, Lily Gladstone. Oh, sorry. This one is rated PG-13 and will be... Er, uh, let me see here. Yep. Okay, cool. I said that right. <clears throat> oh, that's what I gotta Apparently say. You did, though. There we go. And two things. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, echo. Yeah. 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 Mark. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 A mockingbird. Everybody, have you heard? Of have you heard? <laughs> great. Yes. Great. 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 Grits. Great. Grits. Grand. Grits. Ow. 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 My ears. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I should probably stop it though, huh? You ready for this? I mean, it might be a good ready idea. For this? Ready? 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 Stop. <laughs>